0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Pasha. My name is Ines Kusana. Thanks for joining us. Today we talk about a topic that's quite contested, the Nile River. Sudan and Egypt depend heavily on the Nile River for water. There is also conflict between Ethiopia and Egypt on Ethiopia's plans to build the Grand Renaissance Dam. To get us started, we have Ahmad Hassan, a postdoctoral researcher in remote sensing hydrology at Bingham University in the U.S., He starts by telling us why the Nile River is such an important resource.
1: The Nile River is one of the major transboundary or international rivers in Africa. So when we talk about uh, transboundary or international river systems, we are referring to those large rivers that are being shared by two or more countries. The Nile River is being shared by 11 African nations. It is a home for more than 300 million people or approximately 24% of Africa's population. The 11 countries that share the Nile from south to north include seven countries that are entirely within the basin boundary, including Burundi, Rwanda, Uganda, South Sudan, Sudan, and Egypt. Four countries are partially covered by the basin, including Tanzania, Kenya, Ethiopia, and Eritrea, and only the Democratic Republic of Congo shares its boundary with the basin. So the Nile is the main source of water that brings life to those Riberian nations.
0: To ease potential conflicts among countries for this important resource, it's important to properly capture how much water the river has. How does one go about doing this?
1: So before the satellite era, hydrologists used to collect measurements about water through ground-based stations. We call them gauge stations. Usually, these stations require intensive maintenance and cost, and the data may have poor spatial or temporal coverage. The second form that we use to collect information about water is through hydrological models, in which we use specific computer models to simulate the hydrological situation on the ground using some forcing parameters. This data requires extensive validation work. Then the satellite observation became the norm to collect any Earth observations including water. It provides continuous data coverage in space and time. It also records all sorts of variabilities and the changes in response to climate and human activities. Among the available satellite mission that collects hydrological observation, one, the global precipitation Mission or GPM that collects data about precipitation patterns globally. Second important satellite mission is the Gravity Recovery and Climate Experiment Satellite or GRACE. GRACE provides unprecedented information about water storage variability and availability since it was first released in 2002. GRACE satellite uniquely monitors all changes in the global water storage in all forms from the surface to the deepest groundwater aquifer as an equivalent of water height in centimeter. These data are updated monthly.
0: In your work measuring total water shortage in the Nile, what are your major findings?
1: Water stress describes the status when the available water storage did not meet our demands. It has number of forms. It could be physical water scarcity or stress, as a result of a region's demands outpassing the limited water resources found there, or it might be related to some economic or technological challenges to invest in the water infrastructures. There are a number of specific thresholds to measure different water stress levels. Overall, if the available water storage to use per capita in a year is less than 1,000 cubic meters, the basin or the region is under water stress status. In the Nile, the total available water storage from the river flow ranges between 88 to 100 billion cubic meters a year, and the available water to use per capita is now less than 500 cubic meter a year. This level describes absolute water scarcity conditions.
0: Ahmad and his team also used the satellite data to estimate the total available water storage for two main water tower regions. They found that the Lake Victoria Water Tower receives about twice the water volume that the Blue Nile Basin receives during the wet season. And the Soot Basin, that's the southern water sink, loses about twice the water compared to the northern main Nile region. These figures call for progressive water resource planning to save additional water resources for future development in the region. Are there any solutions to helping this water-stressed basin?
1: So, using satellite observations in our research, we were able to update the available water storage figures on the Nile. The current estimated amount of the available water storage using GRACE satellite data is approximately 280 billion cubic meter. This is for year 2020. This amount is almost 8 times the reported storage by the same satellite data in 2002 and approximately three times more than the reported storage from the river flow. Also in our research, using GRACE satellite data, we mapped the amount of water loss in two major water sink areas. The water sink areas are those with substantial water loss to evapotranspiration. In the Nile River, there are two major water sinks, the south water sink over the Sud Basin, and the main uh, Nile water sinks in the north. We also updated the available water storage estimates at two main water source regions, Lake Victoria in the south and the Blue Nile Basin in the east. So one possible solution to the acute water stress status in the Nile River is through effective water management plans through reducing the water loss at the water sink regions and maximize the water storage potentials at the water source areas. This would be accomplished through effective collaboration among the 11 Riberian states.
0: The Nile River flows through 11 countries and is a massively important water source. It won't be easy to get 11 countries in the basin to agree to a water sharing plan to avoid chronic water shortages in the future, but good information sharing and technical cooperation is key. A critical first step is for basin states to create an equitable water allocation scheme. In a future world with more people and less water, countries in the Nile Basin will need to work together to ensure the best use of the region's resources. This includes to catch and store rainfall in the wet, flood risk years, and equally distribute that water in dry years. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, produced by Osea Patel. From me, Inas Kwasana, goodbye for now.